This is the Motivated Endeavors podcast. My name is James Miller, and my guest today is Rebecca Anderson, and she has an incredible story. She calls Denmark home, but she studied in Spain. But most recently, she's transitioned from a career of climbing the corporate ladder to helping other professionals in a coaching role to avoid burnout and to help them find more purpose. So in other words, she knows a thing or two about change. And I think her story is going to inspire you to rethink your own journey and maybe even find a new path forward. So let's dive in. Good morning, Rebecca. Good morning, James. How are you? Be here. I'm good. I'm, I'm super excited to be part of your podcast. I have been listening to a few of your episodes and I find them super inspiring. So I'm really happy that you wanted me to join. That's great. You know, so how long did you work in corporate America or corporate Denmark or, or whoever that was? And here we call it corporate America, but corporate Denmark. It wasn't even that long. I I mean, after business school, after graduating, I quickly moved into role within kind of business development. And then I was recruited for a big corporate company where I had different roles. And during that time in the beginning, it was just super exciting. And there were lots of opportunities. And, you know, if you just work hard, you will, you know, you will just skyrocket. So I did. So I think I stayed in that company for about two, three years before burning out with stress. And then I moved on to another corporate company, a big insurance company in Denmark, where I stayed for two years until I, I quit in December to to go all in with my own business. So yep. four, four and a half years, years in total. Your quitting of, of that of that previous career at the insurance company, was that, have you heard of this quiet qu- quitting trend? Did you quiet quit? Yeah. No, no, no. I did give them notice. Yeah, I've heard about this quiet quitting. No, I think kind of my, I think like wishes of quitting corporate has been under like, I've been thinking about that for a while before I did it. And it's so funny that you're asking because I was writing something about just yesterday because somebody asked me, how did you even find the courage to quit? And it wasn't like an overnight decision for me at all. I considered it for a long time because I had a lot of fear about uh-huh. quitting this corporate stability of having, you know, an income and and for your retirement and all of that stuff. But I just I realized that it was just not the right path for me, path for me. And I just feel super unfulfilled, to be honest. And it's not like there's something wrong with working in, co- in corporate if that's what makes you happy. But it was just not. I didn't feel like I could live a life on my terms and how I wanted to be in the world. So yeah, I and, left. And life is is short, you know. <laughs> they they keep talking about blowing up the world, you know, like it, yeah. So like you know, why why give your life to something that's causing you stress? And so I, my question exactly. is, you're you're living this life and you're climbing the ladder. You're successful. What was the tipping point that that made you turn things around? Was it all of a sudden or was it gradual? I think I think it was a bit of both. I I think it was kind of all of a sudden a big blow of burning out with stress or, or maybe like be knocked out by stress. I would say that kind of made me realize, gosh, this this is really not the right path for me. But it had been something like building up for a long time. Then, if I were honest with myself, I hadn't been happy for a long time. I was just like surviving, you know, to just like striving after that next milestone when i get to this point in my career then i will feel good about myself when i get to this point then i can finally relax you know it's like keep postponing getting to the life you really want to live like you end up living a someday life and i had been doing that for a long time but when i burned out i just 
I just realized that there was no way that this was going to be the rest of my life. And I just knew if I didn't change something fundamental within me, I would just be going back and repeating the same pattern again and again and again. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? So I was like, I need to kind of make a turn. So that was the tipping point for me that I knew if I continued, I would end up living a life that felt so meaningless to me and filled like I didn't make a real impact, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. You know, and I, yeah. I've, I've been there as, as well, you know, with, with various roles that I've stepped into in entrepreneurship, I've, I've started and sold two e-commerce companies and it, it, there was a point during both of those journeys. And I imagine that there are lots of tipping points in our lives, but I remember it like it was yesterday. I was, I felt like I was at a crossroads. I didn't know which way to go. And I had felt like that I had been spinning my wheels for a while and not making real progress. I didn't feel like I was providing as much value to other people as I wanted to in those roles. And so something that made me realize was that there was a time for change and that had to be now. And that was sort of my tipping point. So it was like a light bulb went off and I was you know, using mindfulness, I was able to to slow down and realize that that there was another path that I wanted to take in life. My tipping point was very painful. <laughs> the stress manifested itself in my body, in my neck, in my back, mm. and our bodies really have a way of of holding on on onto stress and to trauma. Right? Mm. We can self inflict that trauma just from how like rigid we grasp our careers or our mm. lives and and how reluctant we are to change. You've made this this jump into being, you know, a coach, but also in its own respect, an entrepreneur, right? Because you're having to run your own business now. And yeah. And um, what's been some of the most important realizations that have gotten you to this point? Mm. I think what you said right now about being in the middle of this tipping point that it can be like super painful, and I think it gets just to kind of just one comment on that and I think it get that get to that painful point because for so long you and I know for myself I was trying to avoid you know feeling uncomfortable or maybe facing things that I did not want it to feel you know I did not want it to feel vulnerable I did not want it to feel weak so I did everything in my power to avoid feeling that way but what what I ended up doing was creating suffering for myself where I felt disconnected with myself with my needs what I wanted and other people as well and I just turned up instead of being in control I was like a freaking passenger in my own life a totally trapped in by my own circumstances and I think to say what you said about what was some of my biggest realization that was that I couldn't outrun it I mean no matter what I did or how much I tried to suppress like my my deepest fears and my deepest like inner obstacles, they kept reappearing in my life, but in a different setting or and with a stronger, how do you say that, intensity. So there was only one way I could change my life, and that was kind of facing what made me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You know? Does that make sense? I don't know if, if Yeah, no, it, it definitely does. Not resonates with it. It definitely does. And the the op the obstacles that you described like some of those are just ones that we put in our own way and that's been some of the realization been some of the realization in my own sort of journey into living a life that I want to live and that is 
realizing that I needed to stop making excuses and taking responsibility and just kind of realizing that allows us to kind of relieve some of those obstacles, you know, through our own actions. But yeah, I so agree. That is that is so true. And what you said about like responsibility also maybe tapping into what does responsibility even mean? And I think like the first and most important responsibility must be owning and taking responsibility of how we feel Mm -hmm. and not trying to make, like you said, excuses. I had plenty of excuses too, like how much responsibility I had for my family, for their kind of emotions and their problems, or how much work I had to do, how many things I had to kind of achieve before I could get to a point where I took my own problems seriously. Another big realization, yeah, another big realization that that I've had in that same kind of line of thought is that, you know, I I couldn't keep living in the past. And that kind of plays into taking responsibility for where you are kind of in the present because you can't change what happened. I mean, you can, you can reframe the past so that it serves your needs over time, but, but just living in the past and constantly activating your focus is important. What you put your mind on, that's sort of what's going to grow. And if you keep focusing mm-hmm. on the past hurts and the past wrongs or whatever, it's it's hard to move past mm-hmm. those, right? So I'm, I'm a big I'm a big fan of reframing. So another thing that helped me move forward was just taking action, and a lot of that was organizing my own thoughts into the path that I wanted to take. And like any path that we kind of set up for ourselves, I'm sure you've had this experience as well. There there are obstacles. Like as soon as you start thinking about what that path is. There are obstacles all along the way, but you have mm-hmm. to be able to have the, the a growth mindset to where you're approaching those obstacles in a way that allows you mm-hmm. to, you know, overcome them. Mm-hmm. And, and many people, the, the obstacles will stop them or, the, or that creates more fear, the obstacles. But, the, you know, the, the obstacles are the way. I think that they say this in Stoicism, Marcus Aurelius or... Epictetus talks about, you know, the obstacle is the way and the pain is, is, you know, the way, the way through it is the way through. But so, yeah. And I think also what you say about like the obstacles that, I mean, very often we, we don't even get to the point where the obstacles actually materializes, but it's more about like our hypothetical scenarios about what might happen. So we don't even go after and try it because we think, no, this will just be too much. I can't deal with it. So we never go for it. Mm -hmm. And I think a very important thing, also a realization that I had during this whole journey is that like the purpose of my brain, the like its main purpose is not to ensure my happiness or to make me feel fulfilled. Its main purpose is my survival. You know, so it will resist any type of change, even though the change will be positive for me. You know, Mm -hmm. and I think once you kind of know that that the brain is hardwired to look for danger, to look for obstacles to keep us safe, we can kind of start to maybe detach a little bit from our own mind to say, okay, is this really is this really my brain having my my happiness and my fulfillment and interest? Or is it just a part of my brain that's trying to keep me safe? Yeah, survival. So that you move beyond. Exactly. So you move beyond that. So with the changes that you've made, because they're relatively recent, right? You just started this in December. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I quit my job in December. That's that's a quite a commitment, you know, to anyone making those sorts yeah. of changes. And I've I've made some some changes here over the last few months. I sold half of my company in July, and wow. I've been so, and I've been having to pivot to doing something that brings in, you know revenue as well this is just something i like to do for fun these podcasts and stuff there's a way for me to you know tickle that mindset part of my brain and provide value to people so i'm i feel like i'm enjoying myself you know doing the, this this sort of thing right just making content well, that's good but what are what are three things that have supported you the most whenever you made these changes and to stick with them mm, i think one of the things that really kind of stuck with me while I was on a coach certification. I'm a certified coach. And one of the first certifications I did, one of the teachers said that that just because something feels uncomfortable or scary, it does not mean it is wrong. It can just mean that it is new. And it's a bit like in alignment with what we just said about the brain having like its main purpose is to keep you safe and being safe is staying put, like like upholding your status quo. And what I got from this was that every time my, I, I'm kind of feeling uncomfortable or something feels scary to me, instead of just stopping and saying, okay, I shouldn't be doing this. I need to prepare more. I'm like, but maybe it's, it, this doesn't mean that I'm not ready or that I shouldn't do it. It could just be that it is new. And therefore, I just got to try it. Yeah. Does it, that make sense? It does. But, you know, and people... Re- need to realize this and i realize it in in hindsight that change is never easy and yeah. and but but it's that it's the painful stuff the stuff that seems hard you know that that allows us the most room for growth in my own experience mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. it's o- often it takes getting through that and then looking back on it and realizing reframing you know that mm-hmm. that the change you know was worth it but and i think a second thing that really helped me and still helps me stick to kind of the path that I'm chosen now is to, is to, it's kind of both a vision and fear-based thing, but it's, it's when I think about like 30 or 40 years from now, when I'm looking back at my life, what, what kind of decisions would make me the proudest and what kind of decisions would I feel would best serve the life I want to have? So, I mean, even though I can be scared of failure and not mm, being as successful as I hope, I still want to be like in 40 years from now, looking back and thinking, damn, I was so brave. You know, I gave it my all to craft and live the life that felt true and meaningful to me. God, I'm so proud of myself, you know? And I think sometimes it might seem a bit like, okay, there's a long time till you, you got you get to the end of, of your life. Hopefully, I hope I will get super old. But, but you know, still, this is what it's all about, right? Living a life where, where you feel like you are in integrity and that you're living the most meaningful life that you can with the time you, you, you got. Does that make sense? Does that resonate with you? And it, it does. And you talk about that path. So whenever you had left your, your career... Mm-hmm. How long did you, how long were you planning that path? Because I know that whenever I was transitioning out of my company here in July, that, that I, I wanted to know where I was going because it's easier to stay on track mm-hmm. if there's a clear path. I mean, there may be obstacles. There's lots of obstacles, but I mean, that's just part yeah. of, that's 
that's part of any path. So I knew that having a clear path gave me that that sense of direction and, mm-hmm. and purpose. But yeah. So you're asking me for how long did I did I know that I wanted to do this? What I'm doing yeah now? yeah how long how long yeah. did you plan that path before exiting your career? I I mean already when I burned out with stress and was home at sick, sick leave, I discovered coaching, and I think there was just something inside me that just like clicked when I realized how how much I could change by only making a small adjustment or shift in my mindset. And I was totally hooked. And I just knew that there was something in here that was just completely right for me and felt so true, like nothing had ever felt like before. So I knew back then already at home feeling shit like like shit in my living room that this was something I needed to explore and that this was probably going to be what I was going to do with my life. But going from there and then deciding to quit my job was quite a journey because there was all sorts of fears and of course I needed to recover from the stress and all of that but when I started in my latest corporate job two years ago I knew back then that I wanted to work as a coach and I actually told my former boss that when he what he said gave me the job that that was kind of the the way I was or the path I was planning for myself so, but I think a year into that job, I was like, I knew I wanted to make my own business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was definitely, yeah, I, I've been wanting that for a while. So how, how important is mindset when you're making all these changes, right? It, to, to tackle the fear. Mm. Well, to me, it has been everything. And I mean, I still have to, I've, every week I have to tackle my fears because it's not like they're going to go away and that's not even the purpose. I remember, actually, I think this is pretty important. I talked to a client a few weeks ago and she was like, I just feel like this journey is so impossible and I will never get to a point where this kind of fear of not being like will not be there. And I said to her, well, you're right. You will never get to a point where you will never, ever experience this fear again. And that's okay. It's not like the point to to be completely free of fear and never feel these emotions because it's just part of life. I mean, the purpose is to not let it control your life. The purpose is to not make decisions in your life based on fear. Off that's the point. Fear or even or even strong negative emotion, you know. Exactly. But like knowing how to differentiate when am I taking a fear-based decision and when am I taking making a decision that is actually serving the purpes of my life and the purpose yeah. or, or the, the way I want to live my life. Yeah, your needs over time, right? Instead of just like, yeah. you know, that, that survival thing is all about getting you through right now but like if you can act in a way that you know that long term yeah Rebecca I really appreciate you coming on and 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 doing this for me this morning I I think it's I love to talk to anybody that that is that is making changes and that is helping other people make changes and you're doing it and where can people find you online they can find me on LinkedIn just by typing in my name Rebecca Andresen they can find me on Instagram the same name and they can find me also on my webpage called power connect okay i'm gonna put and those i don't links. know maybe i yeah okay perfect i'll yeah. put them i'll put them down below so everybody can click on them perfect all right thank you so much thank you rebecca take care thank you you too bye